Pickaxe. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. I'll do, I'll do an impression of Lewis again. Again, yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. Hello and welcome to the Triforce Podcast. My name is Lewis Brindley and I am joined by Sips. Sips, how are you? Good. Oh, oh shit, was I... <laughs> no, you can be me. And uh, Perian Flax. Perian, what have you been up to this week, you bald, egg-headed idiot? <laughs> Not much. <laughs> You know, just, just the usual. <laughs> I couldn't. Keep, I couldn't do it. I had a. I had a very boring response planned. Don't just, worry. I got your back. I got, I got you your six. back. You saved me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wow, that's like the perfect intro. Can we yeah. like? That's like honestly, I couldn't have done that better. Put that in oh, a jar and mass manufacture it. We have hundreds guys. of more episodes. Just just reuse that one over and over and over <laughs> again. It's fine. Yeah, people need uh, those things in in these consistent troubling times. They need con- it's week. Yeah, they need that. What are we week six now into? Um, yeah, I think it's week six. Lockdown. I, d- I don't know, like, I- I'm starting week to think. Six. fuck me. No no one saw this coming, did they, right? I was. I watched um, Contagion, right? You know, um, oh, yeah. the, the, not very good. It's not very good. No, it's stuff. trending on, on Amazon and, and Netflix and everything, though, because I guess... It's kind of got parallels, because it's like about a, p- a global pandemic. Um, yeah. And some things that are in the movie kind of are like oh that's that's right but then there's bits of the movie where there's like hundreds and hundreds of people just still to, like because social distancing people didn't even think that was going to be a thing like there's this bit right. where the virus is in like full flow and it cuts to all these shots of people in boardrooms discussing yeah. it and there's like hundreds of people next to each other and like massive crowds of people looking up and like in like Times square looking up at billboards and stuff and looking at tvs and like right. it's just like 10 shots of People doing the opposite of social distancing, which is yes, it's like social gathering for being told what to do. It's like I guess it would be a very boring film if everybody just stayed at home because somebody said there are going to be loads of films about the coronavirus that come out of this, and I'm thinking they'd be incredibly dull because the main character goes home and stays home for six weeks minimum, and then it's just all news. I guess they're just watching the news and going. No, I think it's <laughs> once a day we're allowed out. No? <laughs> it's, it's, it's easy to. Bum, sh- bum, bum. <laughs> it's not very dramatic. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think people do like filmmakers do like to tap into situations that we're all familiar with, right? And but right. they need a plague. You need a good, a good plague, not this one, which is tragic 
but it's not exciting. What kind of you know what I mean? What kind of plague do we you need? need people what that, kind of plague well, are we talking about? Did you here? watch yeah. the film Outbreak? Right, with, that's the uh, one with the uh, with the infected uh, apes or the monkeys. Yes, or it's a monkey. It's got Dustin Hoffman in. It's actually got a big old cast. It's got Dustin, Dustin Hoffman, Hoffman Morgan plays Freeman, the monkey. Uh, Donald Sutherland. It's got Rene Russo. It's got oh. Kevin Spacey. Oh. It's got Cuba Gooding Jr. Oh. The list. This is goes definitely on. a nineties movie, right? Very nineties. Yeah, of course perfectly it is. in the nineties. Yeah. yeah. And the script isn't very good, but Dustin Hoffman knows how to deal with a bad script. What you do is you say all the lines very quickly and with. And that's how you do it. And it's like, uh, so someone will say, Sam, it's like Morgan Freeman will say, Sam, I, I don't know what you think about it. You can't go into that town. I've already been there, goddammit. I've been in that town. You can't tell me what to do. We've been friends for a long time. And if you try to stop me, by God, I'm going to do it anyway. It's like, that's not great. But the fact is that Dustin Hoffman's delivery, he just speeds it up and he goes, and you just get an, an idea of what he's feeling without actually paying attention to what he's saying. Yeah, I thought yeah. very clever, very clever. Any any aspiring actors out there, if you've got duff lines, just say them fast. That's the Hoffman rule. Right. Get them out of the way. Because a lot of the time acting is about being willing to pause and like give, like, you know, because everyone feels like they have to fill every dead air like like there's people on, on stage who are always very scared to leave space um, i think that's because it makes it look like you've forgotten your lines yeah. that's the first thing i think when an actor has a long pause on a, in a play I, i've been to a few plays when there's a big pause you think oh god they've forgotten their lines but then they they come back and you're like oh, okay he hasn't forgotten his lines He's just pausing, but it, it's a little jarring. I don't think anyone thinks that about movies, though. Or TV no, shows. movies, no, because they would say, cut, cut, cut. And he'd say, what? I was pausing for dramatic effect. And they'd go, no, Dustin, just say it fast. Get the lines done. We're going to it's a frog <laughs> break. <laughs> We're going to this month. We're going to, there's a frog's coming down. We're going to sort them out. Uh, we're all going to eat them. But the drama in that was the virus mutates into a horrible new form and... There's the military trying to blow the town up and Dustin Hoffman has to stop them. They're trying to find this damn monkey. And both Kevin Spacey and Rene Russo uh, catch the illness because they've got terrible uh, sharps discipline. Like Kevin Spacey just walks too far. His cord catches on something and it rips his suit and he catches the virus and doesn't tell anyone, which I think that's pretty terrible. And then Rene Russo is doing something with a, with a, a, a needle and stabs herself in the hand. I was like, these guys are clowns. So that's the drama, is that they're just not very good. And also, people are bleeding out of the eyes and the mouths and going like, Ugh. So there's drama there, rather than the coronavirus, which is not as dramatic. But because it's real life, it's it's scarier. What did I play the other day? Oh, yeah, me and Lydia played a game the other day, which we play all these FMV games. We played one called I know you do. The Complex, which just came out. But it happens to be about um, like a kind of a, a, a virus. Well, not a virus. It's more like a, a disease and uh, this guy infects himself by not only fucking up taking out um, an IV out of someone's arm so he gets blood all over himself, but then right. when he gets stabbed in the leg, he puts his bloody hand, oh, oh, oh my leg. He rubs his bloody hand all over his <laughs> injury. And it's like, you fucking idiot. Oh, <laughs> I, want a, I want a close-up action shot of the germs going off his, like, a CGI cut to extreme zoom of the germs going, oh, and, like, scuttling into his body. <laughs> yeah. And the blood cells go, no, no. And the white blood cells, we can't hold them back. Ah, and then cut back to real life. That would be more dramatic. They need to dramatise what's happening inside the body Are you saying while we just sat we need, home. like, um, a kind of bacterial uh, tower defence? 
Um, I think we we need a bacterial inside out. Have you seen that movie? Yes. Uh, so inside you need out. that, but with germs. What the Pixar movie Inside Out? Yeah, that one. I loved it. I thought it was amazing. Oh, it was a good but, one. Um, yeah, it was a very good one. Yeah. Uh, but yes, they need that, it's not but with germs. always remembered as a good one. I thought it was Why fine. No? I don't know, but it doesn't. It doesn't. People don't seem to give it the accolades like that. I think. Um, I think it should get. It's. It's a very. It's a very touching movie. I cried several times during it, and I thought it. It handled. Uh, I handled the subject very well. And of course, it has one of the biggest tearjerker moments. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody that hasn't seen it. With, with Bing Bong. With Bing Bong. Yeah, yeah that's right. the one. Which is a real That's the one that gets it, me every time. Yeah. It's, it's a, his it's a stupid great fucking little face, you know, when he's just like, go without me. <laughs> I was going <laughs> to oh, not the best spoil in the world. it. Bing Bong, Bing Bong. And they, they do it, and you're like, ah, oh, just like destroys Spoiled. your heart. That's about, that's, that's about growing up, isn't it? That's what it's all about. I mean, that which movie's is a shame. been out for like five years or something, so. Yeah, it's true. It's been out for a while. It's, it's I think we're outside of spoiling territory. That's right? that's that's fair. Spoiling yeah. a, a yeah, a, a children's movie from five years ago. I think we'll, it'll be all right. Children's At least we're not movie. talking about nineteen ninety children's movies as we normally seem to do. Have you watched any shit daytime movies this week, P Flex? Mm. Like, um, um, let me think. No, because one. we found a new a new thing. First of all, Grayson Perry's Art Club. We watched that last night. What that the was very fuck good. are you talking about? Right. What do you mean? What the fuck am I talking about? Grayson it's a TV Perry. show, you idiot. Yeah, uh, Grayson you fucking, Perry. Idiot, you fucking stupid idiot. Yeah. Do you know who Grayson Perry yes, is? Yeah, I that, bet you don't even. Um, tall. Um, Wait, that's one person. T- <laughs> He's that tall. What? What are you going to describe? Fuck, I thought you were talking about two people, Grace no. and Perry. No. No, Grayson okay. Perry. Right. Sorry. I guess you a crossdresser, right? That's what you call. Um, he he that's the, that's is a, he does drag term. occasionally, but yeah. he's a potter. That's his main his main art he's form. He's a potter. Yeah, he make he's famous for his pots, and he's incredible. Like honestly, his you may joke, but he's he's a genuinely amazing artist, and he's doing this show where he's reaching out to people at home and saying, with the spare time you've got, get back into making art and do some paintings. For someone who did paintings not that long ago, Lulu, I I'm a little surprised that you're so poor. What have you been working on recently? Me? Yeah. Oh, I don't. I I just. It's like um a cathartic thing just to yeah to make some mess. It's like it's like a child. Yeah, I don't feel I don't feel much more like than an animal stomping my feet in into just well good. Pain. But you enjoyed making it. You yeah, enjoyed it's, it. It's um good. it's different. It's That's fun. the message. Yeah, it's cool. So so sorry. He has a show now where he is doing what? It's it's like a show made under lockdown, and he's encouraging people to make art and then send him pictures of it. And he sort of decides it's not like a contest. Like I'm sorry, you're going home this week, Sam. Bum bum bum. You know, it's not like that. It's more like he just talks about art. He makes some art. He looks at uh, art and it sort of chats to, to other artists on on sort of uh, Zoom or whatever and uh, talks about what they're working on and all that kind of stuff. It's it's good. It's really good. Very relaxing show. I recommend it. And then yeah. we've been watching Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares USA, right. which has very very quickly become one of the household's favorite shows. My kids love it. Oh, it's a classic, isn't it? It's, it's so always good. It, somehow it, like every episode I've seen of that across I guess what it what must be multiple seasons because they just show reruns of it on TV or whatever. Yes. It's always some ma and pa restaurant in yeah. New Jersey, okay? <laughs> that sells that 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 does like Italian food or uh, you know, you know, pasta yeah. and and whatever. And it always looks great. And there's always like these old people that work there, like like their uncles or like yeah. just these weird old guys that look like they're 
like Vietnam War vets or something and act like they're Vietnam War vets as well. Like they're all distant and like just like, you know, there's a cigarette hanging out of their mouth while they're preparing the calzone and stuff. And, <laughs> yeah. it, and, and, and it's just it just seems to be the same thing every time. But it's really good at the same time. I don't, I, I don't understand like how it's, it's uh, you could play a real bingo with it. Like things that you're looking out for. Number one, like you said, very old mom and pop stuff. That's a bingo. Italian food <laughs> made wrong. That's yeah. a bingo. Yeah. Re reheating frozen stuff. Oh, like the yeah. restaurant. The, there's the, always there's a, always some old ass chicken in the fridge. He always right, like yeah, that, what that's the fuck is this? It's like, what is oh, this? It's a uh, chicken. It's fucking that. sick. It's Smell disgusting. That. It yeah. stinks. Like yeah, all the time. And you've got it next to cooked meat. <laughs> Shut it down. If if Ramsay shuts the restaurant down dramatically in mid in mid dining session, that's a bingo because that's another one. If he says get it together, that's another one because he says that all the time. Yeah. You've you stopped caring. That's another thing he says all the time. If they say I think my food is good despite the fact it's definitively terrible like he orders like eight things at the start of the show tries it because god look at that if the if their sauces are watery if he encourages the the serving staff to put their fingers into the food to feel how cold it is that's a bingo it, there are lots of things that happen every time if gordon runs his hand along a surface to show us how disgustingly grimy it is that's another classic yeah. um i love it. it there's all these little things that you can look out for a consistent thing is people losing faith in their staff to to deliver the food on time and panicking. Obviously, once you start losing customers, you can't afford to buy in fresh stuff every day. That's their first response is, we'll buy frozen stuff in and then we'll defrost it as we need it. Yeah. And we'll have to do that in a microwave. So therefore we'll start cooking in microwaves. Like it's a panic thing. And they stopped caring about the quality of the food. It's tragic. And this is like, this restaurant's been here for 30 years. My mum has asked me to run it and I don't know what I'm doing. But they had a two-parter the other night from a restaurant called Manja Manja. And they only microwaved stuff. That's it. It was all microwaved. Their head chef was not a chef. He didn't even know how to make pasta. Gordon Ramsay says to him, tell the chef right now, I want pasta. Here's the ingredients. He gives the list of ingredients to the waitress and sends her back there and he can't make it. He makes this awful stodgy thing. Uh, it's incredible. And then it turns out he's on drugs and they have to fire him. And, oh, it's, it's it's magic. It's, I, I mean, <laughs> do you reckon a lot of these people uh, are just, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's just uh, like having a Schwarzenegger aneurysm. Does this make you not, do you think all restaurants are kind of a little bit bumbling though? Like, do you reckon every restaurant is a little bit? It kind of depends where the restaurant house. is as well. In the States, you have like, you know, if you're in, in London or whatever, there's like certain parts of the city where there's really great restaurants or, you know, like you, they'll be like a, they'll, they'll just be like a, a really popular restaurant by like a really like acclaimed chef that's in the middle of like somewhere exciting or whatever. Yeah. But like all these places on Ramsey's Kitchen Nightmares USA or whatever, like these mom and pop places are just like out in the sticks like they're off like you know they you have to like take like the exit off the highway and it's just there right. <laughs> like nothing yeah. else is around it and stuff they're like a, a small town in colorado yeah we're the only italian restaurant for 50 miles yeah it's, like, it's just in okay. the, and i think that that has a lot to do with everything you know what i mean like i i think they just 
there's there's nobody really around them to give them any like real like competition or anything. Yeah, and, that's uh, definitely part of it. They just I, become I super think, complacent, and they yeah. I don't think they really get it in the first place. And that that that's exactly. It. I honestly think that a lot of these people that think I like food, I'll open a restaurant. Don't actually know how to cook or what good food is. Exactly. Yeah. And their I menu think, stays yeah. the same for a very long time. And it's terrible from the start. And they're like, it's what our customers like. It's like, yeah, but you have no customers. So you're appealing to a very small group of people who have no taste buds. And you're not appealing to other people who can taste food and think this sucks and never come back. Do you think it's that they bizarre. decimated the taste buds in the first place? Like these people were normal people at one point. They were like, <laughs> yeah, let's try that place. And then they went in there and then it's just like, now it's Their just like some died. sort of sick, twisted <laughs> addiction. <laughs> like we can't stop Ugh. coming here. It's just the food there just doesn't taste. The same else. anymore. <laughs> I guess. I need that. Yeah, like I guess there are. There's, there's a lot of very proficient. I mean, I worked in a in a in a kitchen in a hotel for a while, and there were like two chefs, and they were both weird weird people. One of them was a very tall, thin, kind of gaunt-looking man, like Lurch kind of thing, and the other one was a very overweight woman. And they were both very nice, actually, but but they they kind of. Because they worked funny hours, you know, it's always the evening. You come in in the afternoon, you prepare for the evening, don't you? And then kind of end up going home quite late, you know, when the kitchen mm. closes. It's a funny time, funny work, time. work hours. Plus, like, um, I think, uh, I guess, like, the it's not so much, it's, uh, it's such a massive thing. Like, you said to me, make pasta. Like, do you just mean boiled dried pasta? No, um, he means make pasta. No, you have like, to, like, if you, if, you have to make it from scratch. Yeah. And then you that have sounds to incredibly it daunting. Sauce it up that sounds it's not like... difficult. I've I've done it. It's really not hard. No, no, it's not like that. You, they, it's... they should be able to make fresh pasta. Yeah, if you doesn't if take long. If, if all you're doing all day is cooking stuff, you'll be able to do that no problem. I would have thought like that. That would be part of your prep because you, once you've made it, yeah. you get your pasta cutter. You 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 cut the the flour into pasta, and then you just hang it to dry. Yeah. It's fresh pasta, or you can put it in the fridge and then at it, that point. And then it's just ready to go. Like yeah, like Flax said, they, there's a lot of prep. Like, if say the restaurant opens at 5, they're in there at, like, noon preparing stuff and, and keeping it warm and ready to go so that they can plate up dishes, right? Yeah, it's like, yeah. It's but what you don't it. do is just buy in fucking frozen meatballs and defrost yeah. them in a microwave, which is what they were doing. Because he, they, they, he was like, why don't you make your meatballs fresh? And the chef, Trevor, says... Well, last time I made them, they kind of fell apart, so I just stopped making them. And I was like, that's a terrible attitude for a head chef. Just go, ah, that's too difficult. You know what I mean? He needs to figure out how to make fucking meatballs. You're an Italian restaurant. You don't buy in frozen meatballs. And the owner was like, I thought that was how it was done. And this is what Sips was saying about they just never had it in the first place. They don't know what they're doing. And I they thought, we'll open a mm. restaurant. I think a lot of people think that. Oh, we'll open a restaurant. I like I think food. that takes balls, actually. You know, like a lot of it people... It does take balls. A lot of people will start up a business or whatever, and it and most of the time it'll fail. And a lot of people just will never even bother to start up a business. But these people have gone beyond all that and said, this is probably going to fail, and I don't think I'm going to be any good at this, but fuck it, let's go for it anyway. And you got to... You got to take your hat off to those people. That's nuts. <laughs> I guess so. Yeah. I, I, like those people who decide they're going to climb Everest and have no idea what they're doing. You know, you got to take your hat off to them. Yeah, this, play. there is this. I saw a news article that was like that the coronavirus pandemic is revealing people's poor cooking skills, um, <laughs> and that everyone relies on sort of fast food and, and you know pre pre cooked meals and 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 it's 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 it is a thing that's happened. Like I don't I don't. I almost like I think if you, if I was thinking about having to 
if I wanted to like learn to cook something, right? Um, yeah, I would be scared. I think mostly to th- throw shit away. Like, I guess like imagine if I'm like cooking something and I and I don't like it or think it's terrible. I feel like there's a big. I don't want to waste good food by burn by destroying it. I guess that's what you have to do. You have to learn somehow, right? Yeah, you're gonna, um, you're gonna make mistakes. Yeah, I mean, I think that the, the whole point of cooking is that you need to do it consistently yeah like you don't have to cook every single day if you if you have a busy lifestyle or whatever but you've certainly got to when it comes to cooking you have to you have to just practice like it took me a long time to know how certain things cooked how much time know when they were cooked just from looking at them knowing how to taste things and adjust it what does this need it's just practice it's like uh, anything. yeah but i don't Adding know why people are so intimidated stuff, you have to like add a pinch of salt and then taste it and then add and before you know it, you've eaten the whole thing you're like oh just a little just a little taste i mean my idea just a little (laughs) (laughs) you're just eating the whole thing (laughs) i guess like my cooking is i have a a frying pan um and sometimes i boil some water and but i don't boil i don't like to boil stuff anymore i i haven't boiled anything for years is that something that pe- people still do? I thought we had to steam stuff now. I heard that it was actually just better to heat up vegetables in the microwave as well because it just keeps the ve- keeps disgusting. the keeps the uh, nutrients makes no, them a bit. Well, I steam I, apparently steaming, uh, uh, and you can't overboil vegetables either, right? You fucking no. can, Sips. Of course you can. I've what do you mean you can't shit. No, yo, no. What I mean is you 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 shouldn't overboil them. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry. I thought you meant uh, it was impossible to. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> That's the major yeah. problem of my cooking is over-boiling and over-frying and over-fucking, over-doing everything. So I'm over kind of a lazy. Steam, steaming is very good, but it does leave it crunchy. And I don't mind that, but Mrs. F and the kids well, hate cr- crunchy vegetables. The thing is, is that you can season them after, right? So like if a, if, a, if a vegetable that comes out of the steamer and it's really crunchy... Um, you can then just like put it in like a, a frying pan with like some butter and stuff for like just, a, you know, even just a hot minute. What don't they like it'll... about the crunch? Is it the effort of actually crunching no, it No, it's Is the texture. It... Right. So my, my eldest will not eat fruit or vegetables, like yeah. unless you bribe her. I'm the and same. she's 11. Like yeah. she should. Yes, yeah, so it's the same. <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> she, 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 just, she just won't do it. Like cauliflower cheese, for example. One of my favorites. Uh, Barely counts as a vegetable dish because it's covered in cheese. Yeah. Cauliflower cheese is, like, is, is, yeah, I mean, that is not really. Have right. you introduced your daughter to the wonders of ketchup? Because, man, it's yeah, a, it's I, a even game with changer. the sauce, yeah. she's like, I don't like the texture. And the funny thing is, is Mrs. F is like, why doesn't she eat her vegetables? Mrs. F is just as fucking bad when it comes to saying, oh, I don't like the Uh-oh. texture. So I was like, I wonder where she got she's it from. Li- she's probably listening to this one too, right? She's, she, she, she's way behind on the home working. She's, and... she's stopped. That's good. She's Stopped. I can say whatever we want about her. I, I, think, I, think, I think you have to find something that they do like and make sure to have that on on available. Do you know what I mean? Well, the problem is, is that they like Maltesers. So, and like, you can't just have that on tap. <laughs> That's not a vegetable. Could you no, imagine if Maltesers was a vegetable? Oh, be amazing. Do your kids do that thing? You're not allowed to have your ice cream till you've eaten your Maltesers. They've got like <laughs> they've got a plate in front of them, and it's got like mashed potatoes and maybe like some broccoli. Uh, but then maybe they, it had like you know like mozzarella bites or something like that, right? Right. So they've eaten all the mozzarella bites because those are good, you know. And then they leave like the mashed potato and the broccoli. But everybody else has just started eating, and then they do this thing where they're just like talking all the time and like delaying and time wasting yeah. up to the point yeah. where they can say 
yeah, you know, I'm a bit full. I don't think I can finish my my dinner sort of thing. But right. you know it's coming, so you're constantly like, come on, come on, you need to eat, yep. eat. And then the, you spend the whole time just saying, like, come on, eat. And then they're like, no, no, they, they, they're just not having it. They, they just won't do it sort of thing. And then, um, and then after they're done, they're full. They're like, can I have some ice cream now? What? I thought you were full. And then you give them a bowl of ice cream because uh, they asked for it. And, and that's fucking de- like there's like sparks flying off the inside of the bowl. It, it, it's <laughs> devoured in like a second. Well, when I, when, I, when I was a kid, I used to tell people that I have a second stomach for dessert. There's always very room seri- for ice cream. Very yeah. seriously. Yeah, well, yeah, that's that's a common, that's a very common. Yeah, and, and my kids do the same thing. They're like, well, we've still got our dessert stomach, so we get Well, it's an interesting thing though, isn't it? Because like I can eat a, a big meal and be really full, but like sometimes I'll still want like, just like one after eight or something, you know, just like, right. just something sweet just to take the edge off. Like, it, like it, not even like a big piece just of a little like bump. cake or anything. Just like, just something small, just you know, a like a little bump. bonbon or something. <laughs> like, fucking like a Rolo, one Rolo, just whatever, <laughs> you know, like just something small. Can you small. imagine if you were in Gordon Ramsay's fucking kitchen nightmares yeah, at yeah. Sips' house, right? And Sips That'd be my dessert. Like, It'd be like uh, one on, on, on a really big plate, one Rolo in the middle with like <laughs> some Nesquik fucking sauce like you know <laughs> zigzagged little, around it little, or whatever that little swoop of sauce and then just do. like a bit of a bit of like frosting sugar like and a, a Maltese and a halved, top. yeah a halved Maltese yeah and that's, side. And that's yeah. it what the fuck is this dessert bitch <laughs> I think that is it man I'd be it's great fresh. on that show it's fresh yeah, yeah. I don't think you have to show. conform to like what other people's ideas of food and meals are as well you, you need to find your own way um yeah through it i think obviously that's a bad ignore thing that if you're please eating. use recipes they're, they're they know what they're doing just oh, follow a recipe they're there for Don't a reason shit yeah up. they're there for a reason some recipes are uh, once shit, you've though. once you've cracked it and you can do rest yes of course they are but you've got to figure out which ones are good and which ones are bad luckily online now there's a rating system very good or someone will say ignore the part about the butter we use cream instead much better and it'll be like okay that that actually makes sense you know some of the recipes are a bit shit we made the taste, one the other day yeah. it was meant to be pastor alfredo in the pressure cooker my fucking god it was a disaster it was a disaster it was one of the worst meals we've ever cooked mrs f made it and she was like don't look at it just eat it <laughs> oh no <laughs> close your eyes was, and think of bad. england jesus christ it was bad bless her oh, she was shit. disappointed well poor family but my, my my kids are getting interested in cooking it, it might like, be like an especially. american recipe though because american stuff is is very different like, it they, was an american well, recipe they expect they they expect less no offense america but your food fucking sucks well no like, but it it's, really it's just the ingredients are just genuinely different too like i think if it used like i don't know a cup of fucking maize maize powder or whatever the fuck they have there <laughs> half the time you look at recipes online you're like what the fuck is that this thing do you know what I mean it's some american yeah. thing that they're, what is they're, uh, like, doesn't every doesn't every supermarket have kosher salt it's like what, what? <laughs> no i don't know what the difference between kosher salt and non-kosher salt is does it's it flakier. taste different it's what uh, what food what what food is uh, like truly american though like you know like hamburgers you, i'd say really hmm, were they were they Invented in in America, I would or? be I would be fairly sure they were right. I mean, it, it, I, right, I would like say the modern any, way of eating them. You mean like yeah, with a patty yeah. and a, and bun and but all but the making it a stuff. foot tall. Yeah, I I would say that the keys to America. No, I don't cuisine, mean putting like an American um like twist on it. I mean like like stuff that was. I'm I'm just trying to think off the top of my head, and most of most of the stuff that comes to mind that I think would have come directly from America, nowhere else before that, is 
kind of like fat like fast food or you know like some yeah some derivative i, of I fast would also food, suggest right? like, like you said burgers like grits, hot dogs collard greens all that kind of like that deep south cooking yeah i don't feel it had a history before america other than i know a lot of that deep south cuisine came from french uh, right africans and like, ca- co- like- coming over from when they were brought over i should say they brought a lot of their cooking style with them because right. you know the 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 white man isn't going to cook for them. When you're a fucking slave, you've got to cook for yourself. So there's a lot of their recipes came over with them. Right. So you'll find a lot of that deep South cooking yeah. is heavily influenced by the stuff that, that the slave sort of trade basically imported against people's will. Yeah. It's... And it's been adjusted and it's been Americanized. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think I think there wasn't for a long time an idea that food could cause you to be sick. Because most people in the world have had struggled to eat enough for the past, you know, yeah. Couple thousand well, that's years. It. And I mean, the thing is, like, a long time ago, stuff that we really take for granted nowadays, seasoning and all that kind of stuff, was was imported from far away and expensive. It was only only like the upper classes of society that yeah. had access to any of that shit. Like, if I, you I, were I, yeah. if you were like a, a a manual worker or you worked like you know be, even before factories were a thing. You were just boiling like any food you could get and eating it like that, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, like I mean, even there's during else World to, War to Two, have. you know, you had your sugar ration kind of thing. Like you had, you were limited in the amount of kind of these, especially things like I mean, the, uh, I mean, uh, during the war, imagine like the modern American diet, which I think is still eaten by a lot of people, is a lot of red meat and processed meat, a lot of butter, candy, sweets, fried fried stuff. Um, eggs, cheese, potatoes, cheese. corn, yeah. cheese, and you know, cheese. Uh, uh, yeah, dairy stuff. Like, there's a lot of a lot of that because it's lovely and it really tastes good. But if you imagine in, in the war, like those were the things that were the rationed the hardest, really. Not in they? America, though. They didn't no, ride rationing, not, not necessarily. But but for but it was kind of this thing that you know, vegetables were cheap and free and easy. But now yeah, we yeah. have this very good industrial base making these things cheaply and so they're delicious and like why wouldn't you eat them every day you know if you weren't thinking about anything and i think that there was this time when people didn't associate eating that that eating lifestyle with any bad effects um and i think that it's still hard today to convince people to you know put vegetables in there because i mean bear in mind we're we are coded to think oh high fat good you know (laughs) Because well, it tastes good. You're yeah. not you're Sugar not meant and... to get that. Like we, when we're no, walking like, around, I mean, the availability of that now is, yeah. is it's rare that you get it. It's too much because you have to kill something basically, it's and like, that's um, not something you're going to do every day. That's why. That's why. Like we've we've. Uh, I'm sure I've talked about gallbladders in the past, but we don't. We just don't need them anymore because it's. It, it, they're just like. The the point of them was what Flax is just saying. Like uh, back a long time ago. You you might have eaten meat like once a year if you were lucky enough to fucking kill something big enough that was, you know, a high source of fat. And otherwise you were just like foraging berries and shit like that the rest of the time. You know what I mean? And mm, then yeah. <clears throat> to break that down, your stomach's not used to that level of or that volume of fat entering its system. To help break it down, you've got a gallbladder that just like springs into action. It's like it like triggers it to 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 go to work sort of thing. But nowadays, like because we consume <laughs> like so much fucking, fat, like Clippy, 
I see you've eaten some fat today. <laughs> it, 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 it's it's been like bypassed now. Like uh, like most of our stomachs produce enough uh, bile now to just deal with the with the insane amount of of fat that's entering us. Sort of speak thing. for yourself. Well. <laughs> Yeah. Bile boy. Bile boy. Yeah. <laughs> Bile boy. <laughs> Bile boy, stop it. Stop it. You're creeping me up. Please I can't help it. That should be Captain America's sidekick. Bile boy. Grits can't. Grits are very American because they're actually a Native American recipe. Native so American. I think. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. There's, there'll, there'll be some, some, like, some influence from that, too. But yeah, I know it's it's weird to think like I think a lot of the a lot of the food that we sort of associate with being American had definitely came after the industrial revolution and like processed foods and stuff like that, right? It's not like there's there's no like it's not like like Americans wouldn't have an equivalent of like the Cornish pasty or something like that, I don't think. You know what I mean? Or maybe they do. I I don't know. I don't know enough about it. I just I mean, they've got they've also got a lot of um Central and South American stuff. Yeah. Like if you think about the further south you go, like I, I actually really like the fact that America absorbs food from all over the place. That's something that we didn't do until fairly recently. Well, they kind of like, had to though, because it, they're that that a lot of that continent is just uh, like be- before Europeans came over. There was you know like the like native native peoples that lived there or whatever, but. Uh, most of that continent is it was colonized by Europeans, so like uh, I think it's it's probably it an is an immigrant population from nature all over to to, yeah. to seek yes. out foods it's from the their original sort of of all the different foods being put right. in a big pot. Yeah. But yeah. They, I, I mean, they you can get like uh, Tex-Mex food, and you can get Mexican food. Yeah, but that's get... all oh, that's all old Spanish or Portuguese or whatever food right i don't know because a lot of that stuff is cooked with stuff that didn't exist back in spain oh what do you mean stuff that they might have found like on the on the continent like when they arrived sort of thing so it could have been new dishes created by Uh, colonists or whatever i have a lot of respect for for chefs honestly of any of all types because i remember we had to do like um me back in the day we had to do like a challenge of uh making some pancakes um, and stuff for people. It was like an overcooked challenge, right. and um, we had to like, oh god, it was it was so intense. Like people were ordering pancakes, and I had to cook them up. And man, it sounds like the simplest thing in the world to do, just to make some pancakes, right? But yeah. when you're doing it to order, and people are waiting on you, it's suddenly like this incredibly intense. Um, oh, the pressure! And Maybe see, that's why they're so weird too in kitchen nightmares and stuff, don't you? Like. Even even places, especially places that have like a big fucking menu. I think that's one of the things I always take away from Kitchen Nightmares is that oh yeah, is that big menu th- these bad. restaurants have like this mega menu, and yeah. you just you just think it doesn't need to be like that. Like some of the most expensive and fancy places in the world just do one thing <laughs> or maybe two things, you know. Well, yeah, they'll and have like signature dishes that pe- like everybody will go there for more or less, and yeah, then they'll have but, a couple of people that will want something different, but. There's a lot of places that will just have like a, a very like set menu, you know, like there, there's restaurants that where, like like you said, there's just, they just do one thing and that's what they'll prep for. And that's, you go in there and if that's what you want, great. And if that's not what you want, well, there's other restaurants, you know what I mean? Like, but it's like, it's courses too, right? It's like usually like I feel like the most successful restaurants in the world are the ones with the smallest menus. Yes. McDonald's has a small menu. It does have a pretty you know small I mean? menu, surprisingly, doesn't it? 
But <coughs> they tried to expand it to again, include most some people stuff. just go there for one reason, though, right? Like, yeah, they go there for one thing. For you like want a, burger and they fries. just want a Big Mac and some fries. Yeah, that's it. So that it's simple. Simple. Yeah. How is that lesson not filtered down? The odd thing is, like, even if you go to a really good. Chinese restaurant or a really good Indian restaurant, the menu's still going to be pretty fucking big. But I, I think know. the reason for that is a lot of that food is just, I mean, if you think about Chinese cooking, a lot of it is oh, cooked right then and there in a wok, right? Well, So I it's think, just d depends what spices yeah. or whatever you put in. And the same with Indian cooking. It's not like, yeah, well, okay, with, this with, one's going to require stuff, four it's, hours of It's prep. just like, uh, it, it, the base is kind of the same, but it's just the seasoning, right? Yes, right. That's so, the point. so you yeah. make what, one big pot of like this base dal or whatever, and then if somebody wants like the ultra spicy, you just take a bit out, spice it up. There you go, done. Yeah, it's like, they give done. it a different name, it's, and that's yeah, it's the a one different name, in. but it's actually it's, like, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just it's just the same base with like different seasoning across. I can, I'm actually happy with if that because I, I assume they must have to have like that a system. Um, yeah, they sure. can't have tubs of all that curry pre-made because you would you wouldn't have anywhere to fucking store it. When there's like, like the, there's a there's a, a curry place I ordered from the other night on Just Eat. There were there must have been like eighty different curries. Yeah, but there's not that much difference between them all. No, the different different meat, different sauce bases. It tomato is it coconutty? Does it have a lot of onions in? Does it have peppers in? So it's like, all right, they want a curry, cool. Bam, we've got this. Bam, bam, bosh. Curry mate. We should do and it. You, you know, you, I mean, there's this guy I know. We should, we should do what? No, we should. Well, here, here's the best way to do it, right? This guy at the, do at the market what? run a fucking restaurant. Oh, he basically God. makes like a, a We'd huge be shut paella. down like immediately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he makes this welcome to the grand opening. Oh shit, we're shut down. No, the well. way to do it, right, is <laughs> is like you just you you don't you no pressure. Okay, so he makes this paella like the night before cooks it overnight really slowly and then just brings the fucking mega dish, right? And then he stands there and just... Anytime, I've had his paella. It's yeah, very good. Anytime someone wants one, he just scoops a bit out, puts it in a box. There you go, paella. And he All doesn't right, have to do angle. any cooking at the time. He doesn't have to do any worrying. Here's our angle. Here's our angle. There are three dishes because it's the Triforce restaurant. There are three dishes. Right. We each get to prepare our dish and then we sell them so it's like what what would your dish be sips special k with milk yours lewis <laughs> well 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 that's a real problem we need to talk about this how that's are you fucking do easy that? as hell well i'll be like the toast of the town how does he do it well how do you do it <laughs> <laughs> well i'm guessing it's not pre-made you're gonna make it live Incredible. for people gordon will be there yeah is this special k fresh did you make this special I k just opened the box yeah <laughs> Unbelievable. Send, I don't want this disgusting. Yeah. It tastes like box. Uh, Try to leave it, Gordon. <laughs> eat, uh, eat your fucking Maltesers as well, Gordon. Jesus. Yeah. Gross, you're What's not yours your Rolo. What's um, your dish, Lewis? Oh, fucks. Fucking hell. Um, what's your it would probably what's, what's be. A, it's, yours like a salad, right? You'd make a salad. Some sort of salad with like uh, beetroot and like. It'd be like a mushroom. Avocado and, and shit pepper, like that. Fajita. It'd be fajitas. Fajit You're fajitas. going to do a, a vegetarian or vegan fajita. Yeah. Okay. I'm yeah. going to do a vajita. slab of raw meat. Right. Uh, you have to prepare that every time, though. What do you no, mean a I slab just, of raw meat? I mean, it's, it's just to counteract your guy's vegetarian agenda. I'm gonna serve a slab of raw meat, and if I'll cook it however you want it, right then and there, as long as it involves frying it or grilling it. That's right. it. What can I do instead? How about I? How about I do toasties, cheese, cheese toasties, just with with the the, the veggie cheese. 
So it's like the tofu cheese. Okay, so great. again, that'll be great. I'm offering an alternative. But, that way, we get both. No, we can people. work together though. Like, because you could put the meat in the tofu to if you, you. wanted. Well, if it. you're gonna do meat, and I should do, I should do some sort of fish then, so that we get everything right. Yeah, all, all right. Of, all of all of God's creatures uh, on one menu. We have to make sure that we we get everything. So like, I reckon cheese toasties. Yeah, and then Lewis you will two... do the plants and stuff. Flax will do the the. Well, land, if you've got you, if you've got the breakfast menu, and I'll I could do, do the lunch menu. I'll do seafood, and then actually the the meat. Honestly, is like a dinner. Like you go to any it's fancy steak restaurant, and it's just they just give you a fucking steak, and like the sides, like they're not really needed. You just go to a steak restaurant and eat a massive steak. I think we've got a balanced diet here, guys. Yeah, yeah. Have Honestly. you have you seen uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, yeah. So there's an episode in there where uh, Rob Lowe's character cooks this ridiculous burger that's Ron all Swanson, yeah, yeah, complicated, and it's got it's all vegetarian. It's made with this that, and the other, and Ron just buys a big pack of minced beef. Yeah. And just does bam, puts it in a burger, grills it, puts it in a bun. Here you go, and everyone's like, this is better. And I'm thinking, of course it is, because that's what you want from a burger, is the delicious r cooked beef with the fat filling, you know, soaking into the bread. Of Bosh, course. job done. But there will be some people who don't want that. That's where you guys come in. Yeah. So I'll do the Ron, I'll do the Ron Swanson style. It's 100% meat. That'll be me. <laughs> and you guys can do whatever else you want to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't want to do any... I don't, I don't want to... Yeah, maybe I don't want to do the fake, fakey fake cheese instead of. You want to do yeah, no point, is there? It's just else. never, it's never the same. Peanut butter sandwiches mm. can't go wrong. Mm. Peanut butter uh, and yeah. jam sandwiches. God, there's no? so <laughs> much you can do. Cooking is such a vibrant option. There's so much choice. That's how true. does anyone? How? I guess like everyone really does a bit of it, but I'm no. I'm just well, that's of, the thing. I think nowadays a lot of people don't. I think uh, really what, though, but they must do home a delivery. They must, is, do a, they is must fry up some bacon bigger than sausages ever. or something. You know, no, I doubt must... it. Like, it, I, I, I don't think that many people do. I think, I think older people probably do, but I don't think your your twenty somethings now do. I think they just it's just easier and cheaper for them to de deliveroo or fucking some shit straight to their door, right? Like, it's you quite see... expensive though. It adds up, doesn't it? Like, it's it's not that uh, you know. I don't know though. I mean, like, it's the most you know, most like expensive. delivered food. I was is trying to not explain to my my youngest why it's more expensive to buy a sandwich than it is to buy all this stuff to make many sandwiches. And I think most people think I need this now. I just need the the sandwich now because I'm at work and I need a sandwich, so I'll go buy that sandwich. And I was trying to say to her, look, if you bought every day one sandwich, one bag of crisps and a drink, let's say even if it's a meal deal and it's like four pounds, yeah. let's just imagine it's four quid for that, right? Yeah. You could buy a loaf of bread, mayonnaise, ham, lettuce, tomato, and a multi-pack of crisps for probably the same amount of money and bring water from home. Yeah. But I said, you're paying for the convenience. And this was like blowing her mind. But I think, <laughs> again, though, as well, I think it's one, it's it's kind of a case of one or the other. Like, okay, if you if you order food in and you're in the habit of doing that, but you go out and you're like, okay, I'm going to go buy a loaf of bread and stuff so that I can make a couple of sandwiches. But you're also ordering food in at the same time. A lot of that's that that food will just spoil, right? Because you're not, you're not using it. Like, yeah, I feel you like you have to either go fully one way or you know be very careful because like even even worse than not preparing food uh at home and just getting everything delivered in is 
wasting food, right? Oh, I hate wasting food. Like, yeah, you, you end up chucking like half a loaf of bread away because you got through half of the other half went moldy by the time you got around to it because you had like 20 takeaways in between or whatever. Yeah. It's, it's no good, right? I, I know people that order food in all the fucking time, like lunch and dinner, they're ordering. Yeah, in. that's crazy. I mean, I like they, they, they do that a lot in America. For 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 like some context, I I don't think like I don't think this is anything but just probably like like maybe just the way I was raised or just the way I've always been or whatever. But like actual food delivered to my house, I think happens maybe twice a year. Like sometimes really? we get a pizza and that's it. <laughs> Like, wow! Yeah, it ne- like we I would never say, once order a week, food. Like once a week, it's just because crazy. we 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 have our food shop come on a Tuesday, so normally by Monday we've run out and we're down to the bare bones. Yeah, because we ordered just what we need for the week, right? And it's like, all right, we've gone through all the stuff, we've had the freezer stuff that we had. Let's get some takeaway in. Like that's our Dude, Monday we still, night. We still sort food of shop every day as well. Like we don't do really, big, yeah, we don't do big shops. So like we wow. get what we need. You should try doing online shopping. We it's should, really good. We, there nowhere delivers over here. It's not. Oh, it's not yeah, a thing. It's a small place, so we still have to go to the shop. But we go every day. We don't go like I know in America or you know even in the, uh, even in the UK now. It's like you know these the supermarkets that are sort of like out out in the sticks that you drive to, and you do like a week's worth of shopping or whatever. Uh, you can do that here, but but there, a lot of people don't. I don't think. Uh, maybe I'm, the one I might thing just be I wish speaking we for had... myself, but we go every day. We just buy what we need, like for that day, or maybe like maybe like into the next day, like you know, like milk. But, yeah, and but shit I mean, that's like that. probably really good for not wasting. Food. <clears throat> well, we don't waste. We barely waste any. It's crazy. Like, we, but you're also getting the bargains that, like, if we get this today, it's half price. But we have to use. It yeah, today, sometimes do you anyway. get like two for one stuff or whatever. Yeah. But like, we sometimes we don't even bother. Like again, because. Sometimes you get those two for one things. And if it's something that, you know, like say it's like salad dressing or something like that, right. two for one. Yeah, you're never going to use that. Yeah, I never price. get the second one because it's just like, fuck, we're not going to go through two bottles of salad dressing in like the shelf life of a bottle. You know what I mean? Like we don't, yeah, we don't use it that much sort of thing. So, yeah, just I try, can understand. To, I, try, I mean, to, they're, they're, try to not waste, you know, there did used to be this thing called, you know, people used to do a weekly shop. That was a very classic thing that people used to do. They used to go and get a lot of stuff once a week. And over the course of the last 20 or 30 years, we've changed to multiple. It's, it's changed and people shop multi- for smaller things more often, which is why most supermarkets have I think have it's the other way around, though. I think I think a long time ago, it was it was very much you went every day. Like, like because things weren't um, as preserved as they are nowadays as well, right? I also like, don't think people had, had milk delivery every much. day. Yeah, That's freezers and like ice boxes and stuff like that. Well, we're definitely seeing the return of the weekly shop, apparently, according to supermarkets. Because in this in this event, people are going out less and they're doing bigger shops less frequently. Yeah. And stocking up. I with still more shop every day. Like, I, I guess. So you know what? You know what's weird? I was walking the dog this morning. This is a two part story because it's weird in both ways. I'm walking the dog this morning. She loves it. We go to the park. As we're walking there, I walk past one of the houses near me and they've got their recycling boxes out. And they had about 12 Costco boxes that were had been crushed, ready for recycling. Right. And there must have been 100, 120 bottles, empty plastic bottles of water. Right. Right. What the fuck were they doing? Did they think, oh... You can't drink the water anymore, and they were just li- living off bottled water. <laughs> some people, some people do don't drink tap water or don't trust. Like it's fine. I've got a fi- I just got a filter. I got one of those Brita filters. But I, but I've lived here for a long time, and I've 
I know that the people that have done this have lived there for a long time because th there's not much movement at that end of the road. Like people don't move out very often. They, they're the people that have been there since we moved in. What the fuck happened? Why have they got all these bottles of water? I think I, was trying it, I, I think wrap it's my head like a, it. a sort of a thing that people. Some people think it tastes better. Yeah. Some people think it's somehow better for you. Um, some people are just. I think it's got this image from marketing that somehow it's healthy or better for you. But I watched a, the thing about how it's made and stuff, and saw a thing that said that Fiji water had more like feces in it per. <laughs> it, you know, it, it, it per was round. Fiji water. Is that? that that was the bottle. Fiji. It was Fiji water. Ooh, yeah, that Fiji was the one. Go get me some of that. But what I don't understand is why they've suddenly gone for hundreds of bottles of water. Well, I would because have seen it, this because of the previously. marketing, it feels like it's this thing that's actually somehow weird or different or better. As I mean, some people like Maybe. it, just but yeah. I guess it's it's like drinking. It's better than drinking fucking Coke. The one I, that I guess. yeah, the one that's yeah. the one that yeah, gets yeah. me. Yeah. Like I remember when I was younger. Um, where I grew up in in Ottawa, in the suburbs, they introduced like this their recycling scheme. This is early on, like this is back like in the late '80s. They introduced like a citywide recycling scheme, and so you had like a blue box that you put out onto your driveway with you know newspapers, cardboard, you know all the all the, all the typical stuff that you re recycle. So like when they'd come around to pick up your garbage. There's another truck coming close behind that was like a recycling truck. Take your blue box, put all the stuff in, take it to this place and sort it out or whatever. Um, but fuck me, man. Like you'd walk down the street on, you know, like garbage day or whatever and everybody's garbage would be out. Some of these blue boxes were just like overflowing with like empty cans of like Pepsi and Coke and stuff. You just think, Jesus oh. Christ, like hundreds of cans in one box. Like you couldn't, oh, so couldn't possibly bad. fit another can in there. Just like... You just imagine like these fucking like blobs like like from Wally -E or something <laughs> sitting in their fucking house like Jabba the Hutt just like drink knocking back cokes like fuck's sake so bad. watch uh, for dinner ma <laughs> more mints more coke ran out of coke <laughs> fuck's sake oh man I I, I drink fizzy I drink I drink the sparkling water as as instead of like soda. Car like, like car just carbonated water. Mm. Yeah, I can understand that as a sort of thing, and yeah, yeah and it's it's convenient too to have a, a bottle of it. So here, here's the other thing that happened. Uh, let my dog off the lead. She we we she's been we've been letting her off the lead for for months now. She's cool with it. She's playing around in the grass and everything. Just well, me and already? Her. How old's your dog? She's like eight months old. Fuck, they grow up so fast, eh? Yeah, I know they do. They really do. And so she she's running around enjoying herself, sniffing stuff. She does a wee, you know. She's yeah. hanging out, and then she looks at me, and she just fucking takes off. Oh yeah. And she just runs. Yeah. And I'm testing. like, she she's never done this before. Testing and you. I was like, what the fuck is she doing? No, she wasn't testing me. She ran home. <laughs> she just ran all the way home. She just pieced out of the walk. Like I saw her running and there's like a little ridge. And once they go down the ridge, they're like on the path around the park. And I see her go down the ridge and I'm calling her. And suddenly I see her running over the bridge. And I was like, what the fuck is she doing? I was like, oh my God. Ben. Like she's done this before. Sometimes she just goes, fuck it. She just goes home. I got it. So I, I got home. I knew where she was. And there she was scratching the door. And I was like, what the fuck are you, you doing? You get a dog flap for her so she can let fuck herself that. in. No way. Jesus. She could just walk herself. She'd be crazy. She could just walk herself. <laughs> I, don't even I hate that. I hate that. Get a flap. Hey, I got a funny dog story. I've been, uh, okay. I've, I reinstalled Fallout 4. I, okay, I played Fallout 76. I liked it enough. It's still, 
I don't think it's amazing, but it's it it it's a nice Fallout experience. Like the world is really nice, really detailed and stuff. I like the setting and stuff. It obviously satisfied you because you ended up installing Fallout Four. Yes, so, so I, I saw, guess it was. <laughs> I reinstalled Fallout Four with a whole bunch of mods, and I'm having a fun time. Okay, so the other day I'm out in the wasteland, and I've got the you know dog meat following me around or whatever. Uh, and then all of a sudden it's like dog meat has found something. So I was like, oh shit, what is it? Go check him. Found a fat man. Just. <laughs> Just randomly, <laughs> just found a gigantic mini nuke launcher. You know, just, Jesus, cool. Thanks. You just found one. <laughs> Good boy. <laughs> well done. Yeah. What a game. What a game. Just a nuclear bazooka. I've been yeah. really back into Fallout recently. I've I've forgotten how much I love the 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 setting and the lore and uh, most of the games. Like even I've funnily enough, seventy six was what got me back into it, which has such a bad uh, rap and. Yeah, there's definitely parts of it that aren't great, but hmm. I think overall it's actually pretty good. Did you play it good. solo? Because it's called they've, they've relaunched it with yes. sort of characters yeah. So with the with, with the new right. with the wastelander characters and and humans being in it again, it definitely makes it feel more of like a Fallout game. And I think like if, even if you just played through the, the 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 some of the missions are really good. Some of the hollow tapes, the voice acting is phenomenal. Like some of them are really good. Some of them are really funny. It's got all the stuff that you'd expect from a Fallout game, all the stuff that you really like from it. You you can scrap all the junk. I like doing that. You can build a settlement um, that you can then transport around with you, which is kind of cool. But there's like there's limits to all this stuff. So it, it part it sometimes it feels limiting and and not so great. But the actual like world is huge. Like it's 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 much more detailed than four, which I because I played four I played four a lot, but on and off throughout the years or whatever. And now that I'm playing it after 76, I'm finding like you go into a building, you're like, fuck, there's just nothing in here. Like the the mm. the buildings are so sparse compared to 76. Like I know it's a big meme to say that's like four times the detail, but it actually is much more detailed. Like there's a lot more stuff. It must have taken them forever to to build like all the locations and stuff. And it's just Do you think the the negative stuff about it was more about the launch yeah, and, and all the I, stuff I around so. it, and it and and now it, it was really buggy. <laughs> it as was, well, wasn't yeah, it? it was really janky. It still is a bit janky. The combat and stuff, like I, I don't know what it is. More so than Fallout Four, I remember being somewhat janky, but actually going back to it now after seventy six, it's it's like it's amazing. Like it's so smooth. Mm. The 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 gameplay, like the like combat and stuff. Seventy six, it's like. It's really weird. The guns are slow and sluggish, but the enemies move very quickly sometimes, almost like it's like a like a frame rate issue or something. Like mm. like like a, a feral ghoul will jump and then uh it's like it skips like 25 frames and then he's like right next to you <laughs> and you're like, "What? Like where, you know, and you the guns are so slow and unresponsive and the the hit register isn't great, so it's like Sometimes it that's it's frustrating. Still online. Yes. Is that the yeah. Point I it? think that's it's why. This, yeah. Because it's so like a multiplayer. You have to connect to servers. That's and it. To yeah. Play it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even if you're on your own. So it's still like so this idea some of, being of that online. kind of it does it doesn't fully ruin the experience, but it it sort of like it, it it's a negative. I feel, I feel for like sure, the fact right? that you're just playing Fallout Four says it's not very good though. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I it's, well, like, yeah. it's like you it's probably, like you were disappointed by it. No, it's not that. I just it. It's just again, you feel limited in what you can do because it is meant to be like a multiplayer game, right? And it has all of the uh, hallmarks of a, a multiplayer game with like its end game that's grindy. You all you're doing is finding like that 
that 1% better weapon than the one you currently have. You know what I mean? Like it's got all of that stuff in it, which is, I think when you get to that point, you're pretty much done with the game. Or I would be for sure. I don't think I'd play beyond that. I'd only play for content, you know? Like if every once in a while they're like, oh, they found a new vault in Appalachia. Like, okay, cool. Like more content. I'll go and like, you know, explore that. That that sounds great. But like, I wouldn't be in it just for for like min-maxing the end game. You Mm. know what I mean? And like yeah. most online multiplayer games become that, right? That's just like a a mechanic for like those types and, of and games. I mean, it's any edge you can get over yes. other people, yeah. right? Is that's the big motive. I mean, and definitely in Tarkov, yes. um, it, it feels like that. Like getting a slightly better armor means you're gonna win that duel. Yeah, of course. As opposed, yeah. But yeah. but honestly though, I, I, I honestly think that 76 isn't a terrible game. Like there is a Fallout game in there that's actually quite enjoyable if you play it by yourself and just play it for what it is, you know, like some of the stories, do the things that you want to do. Um, and then, you know what I mean? But yeah, Fallout mm, yeah, 4, yeah. Fallout 4 wins because you can, mo- you can mod it. Like I'm not playing vanilla Fallout 4. I've added no, a whole I saw you building some stuff and I saw you like, I saw you hacking away at like a glowing ghoul for like 20 minutes with a machete yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Yeah. So like, it's, good fun. it's, it, 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 it I mean, Fallout 4 has had its life extended indefinitely because, like Skyrim as well, with, you know, with mm. mods and stuff. With the mods, yeah. Uh, but Fallout 76 will never get that because it's online, right? So we'll never be able it's to mod shame. it. I played, um, I played two tactics games this week. I played XCOM Chimera Squad. What do you think? I, 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 it, was, it's eight, it was eight quid. I yeah. got through it. I've really enjoyed it. I'm going to finish off streaming it tonight and uh, over the weekend. And I think it's good, really good. Um, just it's it's got its problems, but actually, I think for eight quid, it's amazing. Yeah, it, just, yeah. it feels like a just like yeah. a stripped down. Um, I think it's definitely like a precursor to the next XCOM, right? I, like, I love the breach yeah, mechanic. They were, they, I think it was a bit of a test bed. Yeah. Plus, I yeah. think they learned a lot in the XCOM two daily mission. So there, there was this thing on XCOM two where you could there was a different mission every day that no one played, but they tried a lot of these things out where you got to play as aliens and stuff. And so I think they took all the things that people found fun from that. Yeah. And made it into a game. Yeah. I yeah. mean, there's a lot. There's a huge weight of expectation, not just from me because I'm really looking forward to XCOM three because I played so much XCOM two. I know you guys. We've all played a lot of XCOM games. Yeah. They're such huge titles that I think they're thinking, we can't just dump out the same thing again after all this time. We've got to add new stuff, new ideas, and you know, a new and, enemy and, and, and yeah, all the rest of it. And this is obviously very clear in Gears of War, uh, Gears Tactics, which came out. So Gears of yeah, War. Yeah, um, I've been watching a couple of people play that. It looks really good. It's 50 quid. Oh, um, Jesus. The Steam reviews are very mixed. Um, I played it on the, the the step up from normal difficulty, and I got my ass kicked. Yeah, it was really quite quite hard to begin with. Um, and I'm I, but I'm I'm into it. Um, there's a lot of seems like a lot of customization. It's it's like it's like another tactics game. So there's definitely gonna be problems with it overpowered things. I don't think it's the most balanced thing in the world. Right. But it's, it's it's fun. So it's what, quite a it, bit what is it? Gears. It's Gears of War though, right? Like the it's in the Gears of War universe. Right, yeah, okay. which is kind of this. Not a great. I'm something I've never really been. Aware not a very of, interesting universe. Really. Yeah, I've never even it's... played the Gears of War games. Like I'm not. I'm yeah, typically it's not basically, a console game player. So it's like alternate reality Earth, where one day bugs invade. Called it's called Emergence Day. They just sort of come up out of the ground. Right. And the only way to deal with them all is to nuke all of the cities on Earth with this thing called the Hammer of Door. With this, which is with like this thing called your your daughter's hearing aid. 
<laughs> deal with what? It. Do you ever see that movie? We saw no. it. We saw it, Lewis. Remember that one? Um, the, oh, the quiet, um, a, a quiet, pl- the a quiet, quiet place. Quiet place. Yeah. You're right. <laughs> yes, that's, that's Jesus the ultimate Christ. Weapon. <laughs> yeah, it's just that high pitched ringing. Wee. It just makes their brains explode. Yeah, um, I love that movie. Yes. Yeah, so oh, it was, it was, it was great. Fine. Fuck, it was, I loved on, it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, I, I've played it. I think it's it's actually okay. I think you can get it for a quid on Xbox Game Pass, actually. So uh, that would be my tip rather than spending 50 quid on Steam if you want to give it a oh, go. Oh, right. I got that. Yeah, like I, a, I got Outer Worlds on that Game Pass. It's like a quid a month on Xbox, yeah, whatever, arcade, yeah. Game Pass, some whatever fuck. Yeah, I might try is. that out. Um, it looks good. It looks nice. The graphics and everything, the gameplay look really, really interesting. Like, I like the... It looks really satisfying when you kill something. Like, it's all... Hmm. I don't know. I think it is. It's quite interesting. Quite different, different gameplay. And if you're feeling like a bit of uh, XCOMy stuff after you after you've had finished Chimera Squad, because it's kind of quite short Chimera Squad. Yeah, um, it's like 20, 20 hours or something. But and I mean, I'll, eight yeah. quid. Jesus. Yeah, you can't go wrong. Really, it is. It's it is really. actually. I really like the breaching stuff. I like. I oh, kind so of, in cool. a way, like the the more compact maps as well. I like. Yeah, sort of just breaching into somewhere. Because half the map you never even fucking used anyway. Yeah, like that was the stupid. It, it felt thing. sometimes in XCOM two, XCOM two is amazing. Like you can't fault it, it for a lot of things. Yeah. But some of the some of the maps are so big, uh, and it just felt a little bit tedious sometimes, having to turn yeah. after turn, move your guys up a lot and stuff. Yeah, because um, there's no where's the fun in that? Like just swiping yeah, your guys. Yeah, I I think I think that I think this sort of like more compact with the breaching and stuff is. It's cool. It just it, it you feel like you're you're constantly fighting, which is nice. Actually, there's not yeah. not not tons of downtime in between. I also really like the taking your turn and then they take their turn yes. and then a couple of your That's guys. Nice. I, yeah. And I love that. That's really good. And then there are abilities that like bump people up the order because you're like, I've got to lick this guy this yeah. turn with licky kicky guy. And yeah, uh, no, it know, is. It I, just I like there's, there's just some really nice new mechanics. Like it'd be really really neat if they add that to like the next XCOM game, but. With the next XCOM game, I hope there's like a lot more customization, like in between. Yeah, that was that was the one thing. Uh, that was like the base building stuff, I I really like. I hope they never get rid of that. Like, um, just just that I I I like the the whole sort of like you get back from a mission and you have a bit of downtime. You get a couple of things built or in motion um, to like fit into like your overall strategy yeah. or whatever. You customize some of your guys. Like I used to like to do this thing where like, if you're a rookie, you weren't allowed to have a cigarette hanging out of your mouth, but then when you got promoted, <laughs> yeah, yeah. all of a sudden yeah, you were on cigarette level. team. But then when yeah, you were you like ultra it. promoted, you got promoted to like cigar squad and stuff like yeah, just little yeah. things like that, you know, like I, I, I like that kind of stuff. So I hope there's like a lot of that too, but we'll see. But I think, I think for, for eight quid, you can't go wrong. Honestly, it's exactly. Great. Yeah. yeah. Great value. Yeah, that's a good hot tips. Well, thanks, guys. That was Triforce this week. Hope yeah. you guys are all safe out there. Yeah. Um, looking after yourselves, looking after each other, eating lots of uh, Maltesers and stuff. Yeah. And fizzy water. And one, one individual Rolo for your uh, daily allowance. Yeah. As well. Delicious. Homework for this, 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 this recording. Go ahead and uh, see if you can make some pasta. Yeah. Try it. Try it out. Do it. It's not that difficult. Try it out. But you do need a machine to cut it. That's the thing. Right. But it's right. just a it's just a crank thing. You just scissors. lock it onto the side Get of a table scissors. and you run it through and you just crank it and it comes out beautiful. Everybody's pasta. got scissors. I'll just do Be scissors. Fine. And then you need your pasta drying rack. Yeah. None of these things are that expensive. Okay. Have fun, pasta fiends. Have fun, pasta Have fun. friends, and uh, we'll see you uh, next week for another one. All right. Adieu. Bye. Love you. That's bye. Adieu.